0: Hi, ladies, and welcome to the Love Tea Time podcast. And today we have a very, very special guest, Victoria. Victoria, how are you? Welcome.
1: Hi, good morning, Alexis. I have my tea right here. So excited to talk to you today.
0: (laughs) Yeah, same here. So, Victoria, I know the the viewers are not sure who you are. We we know each other um, actually through social media. And I followed your journey, I followed your story. And um, would you mind sharing with the ladies at home who you are, what you do, anything to share for them to get to know you a little bit better?
1: Thank you, of course. Yes, it's been wonderful getting to know you through social media and my name is Victoria for my new friends out there. I am a new recent graduate of uh, of Duke University. I am a nurse practitioner mm-hmm. and I have been accepted into a fellowship in dermatology. So that is my new career journey. I am starting in dermatology
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm
1: very excited. It's, it's going very well. We live in New York City, mm-hmm. my husband and I. Yes. And he is also in the healthcare field.
0: Mm-hmm. And you guys just recently moved to New York. How's that going?
1: We did. We moved in um, the end of June. Mm-hmm. It's going very well. We're loving the city such amazing access to everything oh, that yeah. you could ever want to possibly
0: do mm-hmm. i'm loving it oh yeah so i, I see that obviously because we we keep in contact everything went so fast and i'm pretty sure oh gosh, that yes. the, the <laughs> listeners at home they're very curious when you said husband and that's why we have the love tea time we want to share um, amazing stories of women on their love journey or their journey to find love and that's why I think the listeners are very curious to hear your story. So how was your experience finding love? How did you come to this moment that you found a wonderful husband to spend the rest of your life with? How was that journey? So the journey has
1: been from, uh, from now until all the way back in high school. Um, My husband and I have been friends since high school. We have not dated um, the entire time. We were always just friends. Mm -hmm. And during that time, we kept in contact with each other, but the timing just wasn't perfect. We dated other people. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been in other relationships that it wasn't quite the right person. Mm -hmm. And I really believe in the fact that You have to be in the right place yourself. Mm. You go through a lot of growth through different relationships. You learn more about yourself, your likes, your dislikes, Mm -hmm. and you learn the right person that's going to balance you out as well. The person that you want to choose to spend the rest of your life with should balance and uh, elevate your life, and you Mm -hmm. should complement each other, Mm -hmm. not just him to you, but you to them as well. So for me through uh, previous relationships, um, they have been situations that I have grown through and learned Mm -hmm. what I would like to have in a future partner Mm -hmm. and with my husband. Because we had known each other for so long, we reconnected during the pandemic, during the shutdown.
0: How was that? Because I know for most women, um, because I've been coaching women also through the pandemic, they say it's so hard to meet someone during the pandemic. So please do share how that worked out for you. So
1: for us, because we had already known each other, it was more so just reconnecting through uh, social media. Mm-hmm. And because everyone's lives had stopped, it was more so of a, hey, how are things going? Oh, yeah. well, I'm stuck too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we re- reconnected and started talking again. I, I was a nurse, a travel nurse, prior to finishing school with mm-hmm. my nurse practitioner, and I was going to Carousel for a travel nurse um, assignment, so I started talking to him, but then I had this opportunity to, to go on this assignment and went to the Caribbean, so our conversation became from text to more video uh mm. Skype dates and long we had this yes we were doing long distance and we did a Skype date um that lasted over five hours when oh, I was wow. in the Caribbean. <laughs> yes we we just hit it off that was the first moment that I saw that it was gonna be going somewhere mm-hmm. because we just were on the the same track with how life was going, our careers we were finishing our graduate degrees around the same time Mm -hmm. and we were both in the right place to be like, hmm, maybe this could be going somewhere. And I had never felt more comfortable on a (laughs) pandemic date than I did (laughs) during that that five hour Skype date that we had. So Mm -hmm. um, it was just truly the right timing overall for us in that moment to see that this this could be something.
0: Mm. So during that date, was there something that was it the connection that you had or how easily you could talk to him for those five hours that kind of made it feel like, huh, there's some potential here.
1: Definitely. We had discussed how our lives had been since high school. Mm -hmm. Um, He is one year older than me grade level wise, but we're about seven months apart in age Mm -hmm. and we Discussed how life had been of course. We'd seen each other through social media and everything So I had an idea of how his life, you know, has been since high school, Mm -hmm. but it was All the little details along the way that we were able to talk about that just flowed very easily yeah. And then we have some things in common from the healthcare field, as well as we both enjoy Disney. Oh, um, yeah, growing up in Florida, <laughs> <laughs> I am quite the Disney girl. I know. Um, I don't know <laughs> if you can see it, but I have some Disney things on my shelf. But oh, um, we have that feeling of uh, a childlike mentality and optimistic side that Disney brings uh that we we really connected with and that has always been something important in a relationship is for someone to have that childlike um sense to them to Mm. be able to be carefree and enjoy and laugh and we were able to talk about things about disney and the disney parks in orlando um his family is quite a big disney family as well they go all the time (laughs) yes (laughs) Yes, it's it's been so much fun. We've gone on trips with his parents uh, and his sister, mm-hmm. and we have a great time.
0: Oh, love it. And another thing that I get a lot and I would love to, for you to explore this a little bit more because it seems like women these days, they say when they date someone that's their age or just a little bit older, that they sense that they're not ready for commitment. How is that for you that you have this idea in your mind before that, you know, guys, my age just won't settle down? Or was this something that you were open to exploring?
1: I think every person is different mm. while there is something to be said for someone that might be the same age of maturity between male and female. I think it depends on where their life is currently at in that moment with mm. their career and the the opportunities that are available to them. Yeah, I think that we have changed the way that we approach. Um, careers especially after the pandemic that there's new opportunities available Um, but if that person is not on the same page with regards to wanting to be in a committed relationship Mm -hmm. unfortunately if you're both not on the same page it's challenging to To have it to have it move in the direction that you would hope, mm-hmm. um, communication is a is a big component to that. Discussing, are we on the same page? Is this something that we want to pursue? If mm-hmm. that's something the other person doesn't want to pursue, you have your answer, unfortunately. Right. And it's hard to accept that because you want the person to be on the same page. Yeah, and if they're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not gonna go anywhere and it's it's very very challenging to mm. accept yeah. especially especially from a woman's perspective if we oh, yeah. if we see that everything looks good and that uh-huh. it, we, we hope that it will be yeah but deep down if if two people are not on the same page there won't be that feeling of um, Intent mm-hmm. from both from, from from both people. Mm-hmm.
0: So, do you have any tips for women that are listening and are now in a relationship or even in the dating phase where they feel like it's just not going to that next level? He's just not on the same page. What would you recommend for them to do? I know
1: that having the talk or the feeling of having to discuss that can be scary. Mm -hmm. But if that person is truly on the same page with you, that conversation is gonna come out naturally. That person is going to want to move to that next level with you because they know that they're ready for that. Mm -hmm. There is a level of maturity that does come with that. There's not a true age for when that, that time comes. I think everyone is on their own personal timing and it's not necessarily, oh, by 30,
0: Mm. we're
1: ready for a committed relationship. Oh, when that person's 35 and they're at this level in their company that they're ready for the relationship now, Mm -hmm. person would feel it truly on the inside and know, hmm okay, I love this person and I'm ready to move to that next level Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. my husband and I. It was the conversation that he brought up. And said, "I think that um, I think that we have something truly special here, mm-hmm. and I am committed to you. And I want you to know that I do want to marry you one day."
0: Oh wow! And- how was that? How was that conversation for you? <laughs> and and when did it happen? Um, was this once you were exclusive, or was this during the him asking you to be committed, an exclusive relationship leading to marriage? Obviously
1: um i would say it actually happened about a year year and a few months before we actually got married Mm -hmm. he he said uh he said that he was uh ready for a committed relationship and and wanted to marry me we were on a vacation and it was very special and i'll never forget it it kind of just took my breath away that he was expressing this to me it was very beautiful Mm. and it was kind of like a pre-proposal almost at that point because I I knew where things were going it was never Mm. guessing when it was going to happen when the proposal truly happened about six months later yeah so it was it was a feeling of we're both on the same page i know where this is going we're planning and moving forward mm-hmm. so
0: and i'm the, so happy uh, that you mentioned this discussion before the proposal because i feel like right now especially in the age of instagram so many women take that to think that the proposal is supposed to be this big surprise that you know, you haven't had that conversation and you just drop on one knee in the middle of a restaurant. You're like, what the hell is going on? Which can happen. But I see more and more to the women that I talk to that when a man is serious, he will start to make that intention clear before he proposes. And it's not really that big surprise, right? You have to talk and it's a very natural thing, right? Definitely. It was very natural. Mm-hmm. And I'm
1: happy that it happened in that way. Of course, yeah. we see from social media and from how others um, display or show their, show their proposal as, uh, as a big surprise is what we should expect. But thinking back on it, I'm very happy that we had that conversation because there wasn't a guessing moment. We mm-hmm. were moving in th- in that direction together, and we were even planning things already together mm-hmm. <laughs> for mm-hmm. the wedding ahead of time because we were already on that same page together. But the timing, everything is always about the timing, mm-hmm. and for us, it was a very natural progression from from one step to the next. Mm-hmm. Um, and for women that are are. Uh, are on the way to thinking that this might be going somewhere and thinking that they might propose, um, I would say having a conversation mm-hmm. or um, or seeing where it naturally goes about moving forward in the relationship um, and having a adult conversation about it. Um, Family is a big part of it as well. Mm -hmm. Having both of our families uh, know each other and communicate with one another Mm -hmm. was another step to our relationship that ultimately led to us. Hey, I think that this is a committed relationship that we we we'll be moving forward with and that we will be getting uh engaged and married and committed to each other for the rest of our lives
0: your parents were also aware that it was moving in that direction the families talked to each other wow that's beautiful
1: yeah
0: (laughs) and i think also another thing that is important to discuss here is how because you talked a lot about being in in the moment where you're ready for that commitment so when it comes to your personal journey do you feel like there were any steps that you took inner work that you did that helped you to be in a position to get proposed to get married to be in a healthy relationship dynamic
1: absolutely i think dating yourself is so important
0: Mm -hmm. working
1: on yourself knowing what you want in a relationship and making standards for yourself, which you find through being in other relationships of what you like and don't like. Mm -hmm. But then after a relationship, taking the time to work on yourself and realize what you want and don't want are very important. Mm -hmm. I would say being in the right timing for yourself to approach a relationship is, is the biggest part overall because finding happiness within to feel comfortable in your own being and self mm-hmm. is is a very special and important component in being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. If you're not ready to, um, if you're not ready within to be able to commit to someone, there will be challenges that will naturally appear, whether it's you or the other person, mm-hmm. if you both are not in the same, in the, on the same page. Yeah. So, I would say to to women out there for that step to really look within on what you want in a relationship, writing it down, what you want in a relationship, what you, what you imagine your life to be like, what you imagine your life to be like with that person, but also what you imagine your life to be like within yourself and mm-hmm. the things that you do to make yourself happy because if mm-hmm. if if you haven't worked on those things um within yourself to bring and to give yourself to another person mm-hmm. is 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 a is the conflicting um battle that you'll that you'll go against if you yeah. if you can't find that within
0: mm-hmm. no absolutely i'm glad you mentioned that Um, Let's see what other questions we have here because I got lots of questions in the Facebook group and through my Instagram. So those listening that want to ask questions to future um, Love Tea Time interviewees, let me know. What makes him the perfect match for you? I think that's an important thing, because the biggest question that I get from women is how do you know that someone is the right one for you? So what what made him, like I know we already touched upon it a little bit, but just to make it ultra clear to the ladies, how did you know that you could say yes to him? Because it's a big deal, you know, choosing someone for the rest of your lives, potentially the father of your children, it's a big deal.
1: (laughs) It is a big deal. So besides the moments of, of having the conversations that you just connect, you're on the same page when it comes to career and the things that you like to do for fun. Mm-hmm. But the moment that I knew that Ryan was the one is the component related to my family. Ryan mm-hmm. took me on a trip to um, Maine during the pandemic and I wanted to see my family. My grandfather unfortunately passed away in October of 2020 mm-hmm. and I wanted to see my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And I said, I know this is crazy, we're just starting to date, but I only have one opportunity to see my family. And since we're already on this side of the country, mm-hmm. would it be possible for me to see my grandmother? And he said, of course. Yeah. So, The fact that Ryan was selfless enough to share um, that moment with me, to be vulnerable enough to meet my family Mm -hmm. and allow me to have that moment that I would not be able to have otherwise really showed me the selflessness that he had and the kindness that he had within. Um, And at that moment, because he was able to um, gift me with that truly it was a gift to be able to see my family it meant so much to me and i know it meant so much to my family Mm -hmm. so i think that i think that that little moment within that you say "Mm, i think this is really something Mm -hmm. is is special and um you just know (laughs)
0: <laughs> just now, exactly. And you touched upon vulnerability because I think that's something that is super scary for most listeners because otherwise they wouldn't listen to this podcast. Being vulnerable and open to a man, do you have any tips for them listening at home? Because I feel like it's something that is almost seen as a weakness to be vulnerable and open. And it's a very difficult topic to discuss. How was your journey to? getting to that point where you felt comfortable being vulnerable enough and open to share a moment like that with him and to not keep things inside and act like everything's perfect. So the question is for for women at home, how to navigate getting to that point to be confident enough to be able to be vulnerable with a man and to show him that, you know, you're sad at this moment. For example, when, when you lost a family member, that's so important to you. That you might cry, that you might not be the happy, you know, go lucky person that is perfect. That, that's what I mean. <laughs> it's, a, it's a difficult okay. question, I know. <laughs> uh, basically, letting him see the the true you, right, and letting down those walls and being vulnerable.
1: So I think being vulnerable, it's not just truly one moment. Because I'm trying to to think about a moment that okay, this was this was the time that I I let my guard down and I mm-hmm. I let I let him um, see the true me. Mm-hmm. But because I've known my husband so long, he has seen and he knows a lot of the vulnerabilities that I've had to go through. I lost my mm-hmm. father, um, mm-hmm. actually, my, my grandfather that I that I lost two years ago. His son my father Um, I lost him seven years ago and my husband knew about that and he knew what I have gone I have I have been through Mm -hmm. since then I'm an only child Uh, Mm -hmm. I was very close to him and it's it's been a very significant part of my 20s now starting my 30s he he has seen that vulnerable side to me Mm -hmm. but thinking now in the in the in the relationship that we have i still have moments that i do cry we were watching a tv show and someone's father had cancer and i just started bawling and Mm -hmm. i tried to hold it in
0: yeah Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) and and i i couldn't help it i just i i I let it i I let it out rather than holding on to it and he Mm -hmm. just held me and 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 grabbed my arm we didn't say anything but he knew um He knew what I was feeling, Mm -hmm. and um, and I I I think it's a continued um, letting go Um, Mm -hmm. that it doesn't just happen once. We're human and we grow, and and some things might happen, and uh, you weren't expecting it to to upset you or to to make you feel this way, but Mm -hmm. something did. Mm-hmm. I think being comfortable enough to allow the person to accept that side, mm-hmm. and that they're not going to um, make fun, mm-hmm. or they're not going to um, treat you in a differently, mm-hmm. to just have that intimacy of knowing that that person, if they are the right person, is going is going to is going to embrace that mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a relationship and a marriage continues to keep growing. Even after the I do, um, yeah, we're still absolutely. learning about each other and um, and I would say the vulnerability continues through, throughout uh, a relationship and into marriage.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It keeps on growing. And I think once you found someone that you can be vulnerable with, your connection just deepens, right? You feel every single day like you're uncovering more layers of who they are. And that's a beautiful process. In my experience as a love coach, relationship coach, I tend to sense that certain types of men make it easier for you to be vulnerable with him. Do you agree with that? Do you think that the person that he has made it easier for you to, from the beginning, be able to be vulnerable with him and to be yourself?
1: Absolutely. And I think that, say for someone that hasn't known that person that they've met through, Social media, or internet dating, or they've been um, connected with someone through a mutual friend. I mm-hmm. would say that it does take a little bit of time to to open up to mm-hmm. express those things. Obviously, you don't want to just on your first date be like, ah, "Here's my here's my life story, and, yeah, exactly, and, uh, <laughs> and this is where we're at." But um, I would say that it really takes takes some time to, to, to get on the same page, to know if that person is, is willing to, or if you're actually able to, to allow them in, to Mm -hmm. know about that, about Mm -hmm. you, you get to decide if it's going to move in that direction. Yeah. And if you feel that they're not listening or that you're hoping that because you want things to move in the right direction, if you share this about you, maybe then he might feel more close to you or that Mm -hmm. the relationship might become deeper when that person isn't ready for that, Um, I would not say to someone to not um, share those things because in that moment of being vulnerable, they may surprise you, but if Mm -hmm. they don't, it's okay. It's okay to be your true self Mm
0: -hmm. and to
1: open up and to share what makes you you. That person, if they're truly meant for you, will see that. Mm -hmm. With my husband, I do feel seen, and there is such a comfort in knowing that he does know the challenges that I've been through in the past, and I know his and and his journey. Mm -hmm. So, together, we stand stronger knowing that we support each other through the times that in the past have been challenging. So, I would say, don't be afraid. To share those things in the right timing and also don't be afraid if they don't feel the same way because yeah. you're going to grow through that situation mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so be 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 yourself and be able to work through no matter the feedback that you're given yeah um, from the other person
0: yeah one thing that I say is because um, I know lots of women They struggle with dating and getting disappointed every single time that someone is not the one. But I like to see every single date, every single man from your past is a messenger. And they teach Mm -hmm. you exactly what you like, what you don't like, what you prefer things to be as, as you said, the feedback doesn't matter, but the feedback to you is, okay, what feels good for me, right? So if you feel like being vulnerable and not being judged is something that would feel good for you, someone not appreciating that is the feedback that he might not be the one for you right and that's perfectly fine as you said i love that i love that attitude that's how (laughs) that's the attitude that gets you married ladies so if you have problems (laughs) with that, feel free to uh, reach out to me send me an email with your situation i'm happy to help so let's see what other questions we have here um oh yeah so how is the proposal because i know this is something that all ladies love to hear because um, you mentioned that you had the conversation before, you kind of knew it was happening, but did you have any suspicion that it was going to happen on that day? And how did it happen?
1: Um, I did have some, some suspicions. Of course, we had the conversation, so I knew that it was coming at some point. Mm-hmm. And- He mentioned one day that he wanted to go out to eat to a particular restaurant around my birthday, which is around our dating anniversary, and I thought to myself, hmm, maybe, and then that restaurant that he wanted to take me to, uh, because the pandemic had not opened yet, so I thought, okay, it's not open, I guess it's not going to happen just yet, and Mm -hmm. then Uh, Christmas came around and we shared gifts with each other and I received a gift that we were going to Disney, Um,
0: (laughs) my favorite place. (laughs) I love
1: Disney and he he gave me tickets to Disney and I thought hmm, maybe, maybe, just maybe it could happen. Mm. So we we went soon after Christmas to Magic Kingdom he had one of my very close best friends that lives in Orlando come and film the oh, proposal. No.
0: Did you know it she was, was there right in the or?
1: No? I did not see oh, her. I didn't know she was there. That's so funny. And she, she was hiding off to the side. We went on a ride. And after the ride, he said, let's go take a picture in front of them at, uh, the castle. Mm-hmm. And we, he asked someone to take a photo of us. And gave them a stranger his phone. And we took a picture together and then asked, you take one more. And then he got on one knee and <laughs> proposed. And then right after he did, I looked and I saw he had hired a photographer, not only my friend to be there to film it, he hired a photographer to be there. And it was such a surprise. I could not believe that he did that. And then right after, we got to do a fun little impromptu shoot around Magic Kingdom on the carousel. Um, I can't believe that he did that. It was it was absolutely mm-hmm. perfect
0: yeah oh that's and that's and it's so nice because he he's a disney fan you're a disney fan so it is the perfect proposal right and another thing that i wanted to ask is did you feel like because right now fast track you proposed you got married do you feel a mm-hmm. difference in in your relationship now that you're a married woman i do i
1: you always think of what your wedding will be like what you think marriage will be like, and once you're truly married and it's just the two of you in your new home, you you stop and you really see um, that it is just the two of you. Of course, you have your family and your friends, but when it's just the two of you on your day to day basis, mm-hmm. you you start your jobs and then uh, life starts to happen. But once we're home, we make dinner together, we uh, we'll go for walks and it's just, it's being around your best friend mm. every day. Of course mm-hmm. there's the marriage challenges of discussing uh, jobs and money and budgets and, and all of those fun things that come with adulting or hiring mm-hmm. someone to come and put up bookshelves or mm-hmm. shelves and having issues with having to talk to contractors and, and all mm-hmm. of those. Things that you might not have had to do uh, prior to, to getting married yeah. and then learning when to talk about things and when not to talk about things. We <laughs> um, had hired someone to put in shelves and my husband was at work and the person that put up the shelves accidentally, uh, well he didn't accidentally, he didn't use a stud finder in the closet and there was a pipe and because he didn't use a stud finder he drilled right into the pipe of the apartment and there was water spewing all over my apartment this was last
0: week right crazy
1: (laughs) yes yes and uh i didn't know what to do my husband's at work i can't call him because he needs to take care of patients yeah so i had to deal with it myself and that's also a moment of maturity i need to do this i need to take care of this Mm -hmm. he can't fix this i have to do this so learning those little moments too of being okay i have to respect that this other person that i'm married to has other commitments not just to helping me taking care of Mm me i can do this i can take care of this let me figure out what i have to do thankfully uh, there was no damage done, uh, wow. everything's been repaired, <laughs> but but there's moments like that in marriage that you have to adult and, and uh, decide what is best for the other person in this moment, what mm-hmm. can I do myself, what can I trust within myself to take care of, and after he came home, I didn't want to unload on him that this <laughs> had just happened, and I was like, tell me about your day so I don't unload on <laughs> <laughs> So you you learn those little things of um, of uh, of how to communicate, um, and then also little things how to make them happy, how to make their day better, and uh, mm-hmm. just make something special. Uh, my husband will bring me flowers, and I put them in our apartment, and I love to look at them every day. Mm-hmm. Um, he loves food, so learning your uh, your significant significant other's love language is. Mm-hmm. is, is Um, a very special component that can add to a relationship even before you're married. But it definitely does help in marriage to to know what makes the day-to-day more special.
0: Mm, But it's also him knowing your love language and naturally wanting to do those things for you, right, as we have the match made in heaven. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And now the last question, um, do you have any tips for the listeners that really want to find love, like they want their forever after? As, as you've experienced, you literally got <laughs> engaged in front of a castle in Disneyland. Not Disneyland, Magic Kingdom, yeah, same thing. Yes. <laughs> uh, what tips do you have for, for the listeners at home that really want to find love and they just, they're heartbroken or they just don't believe in love or they really want love, but they don't think love is meant for them. What what tips do you have? Do you have any words or of inspirations for them?
1: Yes, so I would say give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. allow yourself to be vulnerable which we've discussed of course but really look within and date yourself if, mm-hmm. if you find that you're not finding the right person you have so much to bring to the table and you do yes. just date yourself love yourself take mm-hmm. yourself to the spa get mani-pedis uh, walk on the beach or uh, take a trail or do something that makes you feel good paint Whatever whatever brings you joy, hold on to that. Don't, Don't lose the joy within yourself because someone isn't on the right timing as you are.
0: Mm-hmm. I know
1: it's very cliche for people to say that it just happened, it was the right timing, but if you are working on yourself and you're in the right moment, that person is going to gravitate towards you that you're meant yeah. to be with. Absolutely. They're on the right page, you're on the right page, it's going to come together give yourself grace if you're not finding it and and you're upset and you're frustrated you want it don't lose that but also give yourself enough grace to be maybe it's not this moment for now that doesn't mean it's not coming so date yourself in those moments Mm -hmm. you deserve you deserve to find love you're worthy of love. Mm. The relationships you've been in in the past don't define what's going to happen in the future for you and date yourself to heal those moments. Mm -hmm. Um, Self-care is so important and so is mental health. Work on those with a dating coach such as Alexis and find someone in, um, uh, in your community that is suited to help you repair those Mm -hmm. it could be a friend but it could be a licensed professional as well don't be afraid to find help as well um work on yourself in those moments that you you truly need to possibly just work on work on uh self-love because that will add to your future relationships and will benefit your future relationships.
0: Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Thank you so much. That was such a beautiful answer. Ladies. I hope that, that this interview helped shed light in a, in a dark place on the internet. Cause I feel like whenever I'm on TikTok, whenever I'm on Instagram, it's always about narcissists, toxic men, is that there's so many great men out there but once you do the work, um, like Victoria shared, once you love yourself, once you know what you want, regardless of what you've been through, because again, they're messengers, you will find love. All right. Thank you so much for, for sharing your story on the love tea time, Victoria, you're beautiful and I love your story. Oh. And I'm so happy for you, seeing your journey and um, you finding love and, and now continuing, right? Because I think now, it starts. It all starts, and it continues. That's that's what love is all about. It keeps on going and it keeps on growing. So thank Absolutely. you so much, Victoria. It does. Thank you, uh,
1: Alexis. It was so nice to be here. Nice to meet you, ladies.
0: Yes, and um, I love the the tea time. I see you also have your tea, <laughs> ladies. There will be more tea time recordings where we explore different women um, in different phases of their lives that have found love. Uh, for Victoria, it happened at age.
1: I was 29.
0: 29. Yes. I love that. I love (laughs) that because oftentimes um, there there's so many rules out there. Some people say, well, it's impossible to find love when you're young. Other people say it's impossible to find love when, when you're older. I want ladies to understand that it's not impossible wherever you are. If you're ready for that committed relationship leading to marriage, you're never too young or too old. If that's what you want, you should absolutely go for it. So. Yeah, thank you for for sharing this beautiful moment with us, Victoria. Um, do you want the ladies to reach out to you if they have questions? Well, of course, you're more than welcome to message me
1: through Instagram. My uh, my username is Thrive Victoriously. T h mm-hmm. r i v e v i c t o r i a. No, i o u s l y.
0: I'll, I'll, put, I'll put it. I'll put it on the the Zoom thing so they can see it, and I'll also link it in, oh, in the goodness. podcast recording and, and YouTube. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> but I'm I'm really bad at spelling, so I'm I'm proud of you for for even being that fluent. In that. <laughs> So, ladies, that's that's her Instagram handle. As I said, I I like interviewing real people with real stories, um, unfiltered. As you can see, it's it's a process, it's a journey, and it's for everyone. Every single woman doesn't matter what age, you can find love. So, thank you so much, Victoria, again, for inspiring the ladies at home listening and giving them that spark of of inspiration and joy that love is possible for every one of us, right? absolutely just
1: just find grace within yourself and that when the timing is right between you and the other person you might just be pleasantly surprised
0: absolutely (laughs) thank you and uh, okay ladies i will see you on the next podcast where we'll have a different um interviewee for the lefty time podcast and um, i look forward to seeing you all the next recording may you have a blessed day (laughs) bye ladies Bye, Alexis. Bye, Victoria.